Pulp MX Network production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code STEVE, S-T-E-V-E. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by RacerX, presented by BTOsports.com. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast. That's right, folks. Two in one week. I'm back on the podcast Palooza, sort of, kind of. Uh, this may not be an interesting podcast for some of you. And to those of you, I say suck it. And I don't care because I'm interested in this podcast. Uh, this weekend coming up in Nanaimo is the Canadian National Motocross Series kickoff. It's a nine rounds. kicks off in Nanaimo um, on the island, Vancouver Island, on the west coast of Canada. And uh, I thought uh, I'd break it down the series and um, talk about what's going to happen with uh, one of the smartest men. I've ever known. Um, former top Canadian national rider, turned mechanic now. Uh, Noof, what's up? Hey, man. How's it going? I, uh, I enjoyed that smartest man you ever known. Yeah. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Lockhart, for people who don't know. So, uh, Noof, now, let's, for people who don't know, again, we're doing this on the Racer X, so maybe some people are like, what the F? But uh, you, uh, how many years of top 10 number for you in Canada? Uh, I was top 10 number three years. I was number six. And uh, six was my best, and I was number nine a couple times. So yeah, and uh, all around good guy. And you worked for the Valley Yamaha team for a little bit for Jimmy Albertson uh, on that deal. And now this year you're working for Yamaha Canada's Kyle Keist and his uh, his uh, assault on the Canadian Nationals. Yeah, no, for sure. I uh, I had the opportunity. I kind of got into this whole mechanic deal with uh, with Valley the first year they came on. Uh, Came on the circuit there in the U.S. I, Sean Hamblin gave me an opportunity to go down, and uh, I've always been buddies with him and and give him a hand. He ended up getting hurt at uh, Glen Helen at the first round, and then um, I kind of just kind of flopped around. I drove the truck and helped out Jimmy and also Kyle Summers that year. So, oh, that's right. Uh, I, f- I forgot to mention that you were the mechanic for Hamblin for a race in yeah, the water. Yeah, not yeah. Jimmy. Not Jimmy. It was uh, Jimmy's brother, Greg, was the mechanic for him. and. Yeah. Most of the time, I was just kind of playing crew chief kind of thing, getting groceries and all that because Summers was hurt and Hamblin was hurt, and they kind mm-hmm. of flopped in and out. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of hung out and uh, took care of business like that. Yeah, took care of business, TCB. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> so, okay, uh, uh, I guess let's, let's get started, and we'll, and we'll cover your guy, too, um, in this as well. you got to be uh, neutral and unbiased. I'm neutral. Noof. I'm neutral towards, all the time, dude. Don't worry. Your rider. I know. That's why I want to do this with you. Uh, series kicks off Nanaimo, um, back on the island this weekend. Big news, I guess, uh, for people who don't know, Blackfoot Yamaha, who won eight eight thousand six hundred and forty three Canadian titles in uh, in the, their existence. Uh, they're gone. They pulled out of racing. Um, they had the uh, champion Colton Fasciati, who I believe is five time Canadian champion now. Um, uh, four or five time, yeah. yeah. And Dusty Clatt, the second place guy, uh, two time Canadian champion. They uh, they both left. That uh, they had the two riders that were on top. Those guys have gone to KTM Canada now, and um, they're not riding the Ryan Dungey 450. They're riding the carbureted uh, 450 SXF 
of uh of what other people have a lot of other people but do you right now as we stand are those two one i mean for years those two have been one and two the races that i went to the races that i watched on tv those guys killed it are they still going to kill it on a ktm well i mean sitting here right now a few days out from nanaimo it's it's hard not to bet on those two guys, but I think that um, I think that this year, if it's ever going to be, you know, a more of a level playing field, I think mm-hmm. I think this is the year. Just through the grapevine, hearing some rumors and stuff, I mean, I think that they're going to be a little bit more human on those bikes compared to, you know, Blackfoot. You know, <laughs> as you know and I know, they were by far the best team mm-hmm. in Canada. I mean, they were super legit and uh, professional. Their bikes were good. Their motors were good. They had no DNF. Blah blah blah, and I think that um, I think this year they're going to be beatable, man. I mean, especially with Matt Gurky, you know, being healthy coming in, and and um, you know Tyler Medeglia on the Honda now. I think that uh, it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be a runaway show, Colton Dusty show like it uh, yeah. like it always been. You know? Yeah, I think I think uh, you can't doubt Fasciati. His fitness is great. He's got serious skills. Uh, but I'm with you. I think they might look a little more mortal this year, huh? Absolutely, and I think, I mean, with Colton, I mean, he is he is hands down the best rider in Canada. I mean, that's as far as talent, fitness mm-hmm. goes. I mean, he's the guy's unreal. But you know, it's a learning curve for him getting on that bike. I mean, he was look at him back. Let's rewind, rewind like uh, you know, six, seven years ago when he was on Richmond Cowies, and you know, he's having DNFs, and you know, he was mental out there, right? Yeah. So let me let was, me uh, let me ask you about that. Like, okay, so you were racing against him. Maybe not. Did yep. you ever race? Actually, race a series against him, like back oh, yeah, then. Absolutely. Back then, yeah, okay. yeah. I think like oh four, oh five, oh six. Okay, um, so sure. I mean, I've we all saw him. his talent, but he didn't handle things the greatest, and his bikes were blowing up, like you said, and he was probably too big for the thing. Did you ever think the Colton Fasciati from oh four, oh five would be the Colton Fasciati of twenty twelve? Uh, no, definitely no. not, because I didn't think that he would ever make it that far. I figured he'd get frustrated <laughs> and, and quit, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was just so, Steve, there's like so many things like uh, like just, you know, the bike. He didn't like the bike, and, you know, he was kind of hurt and like pulling off and flat tires and clutches, mm-hmm. and well, you can go on and on for years. I mean, the guy, I mean, I, I like Colton to death, but, um, I mean, he was, he was a mental case out there. Yeah. He couldn't put he couldn't put it together. Speed wise, he was great. Yeah. But um, he just was not the full package. I mean, he had the talent, but he didn't have the heart. I don't think, or the fitness, or the team behind him. And then right. when he got on Blackfoot, you know, I mean, Blackfoot learned a lot, you know, with JSR and Blair Morgan and stuff like that. And he got on that, and he just kind of instantly clicked, and he started winning championships, and he hasn't looked back since. Yeah, I think we're gonna see, and I, and I am. I'm disappointed. Well, I'm I'm not disappointed. What do I care? But I'm surprised that they didn't get the new Dungey EFI full race ready bike for the top two guys in Canada. I'm surprised that didn't happen. And I think what we're gonna see is although Andy White at KTM runs a very good program, and you worked for Andy for a number of years, he runs a great show, great program. I think we're gonna see a little bit on just how tight Blackfoot's shit was. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I mean, Andy does run a good program. I mean, I, I rode for him for a couple of years, and I also worked for him. Uh, I was a mechanic for Eric Nye back in 2010 and kind of did a little bit of stuff for him last year. And, I mean, he does run a great program. Um, I know that just from, you know, looking at on the Internet and stuff, he, he has stepped up the program this year, which he 
he had to kind of. I mean, to have the number one and two guys. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be different. I mean, I, I mean, if I, I, I would be pretty nervous uh, being Andy White right now, coming in not really knowing uh, they have a lot of money invested into this, and uh, they're definitely, um, you know, if something happens, a DNF, blah blah blah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of heat on his shoulders. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, because really, there's if he, if he wins, it's just like, oh yeah, of course you should win. You have the two best guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but if you lose. <laughs> then what does that what does that tell you? <laughs> right, exactly. Now, um, Fasciati definitely, I believe, uh, I think highly of the guy. Um, I think he works hard. I think he's got a great riding style, um, and I think he, you know, I th- really think. Uh, I know he should have been down here this year, but don't get me started on that. But me do, either. <laughs> do you do you uh, do you pick him to win? Right now, do you pick him to win? I pick him not to win. To be honest with you, I think that wow, uh, wow, I don't, I don't wow. pick him to win. I don't pick him to win, man. Um, and I'm oh. not just saying that because Keith is my guy. I maybe, maybe I'm not going to pick him to win either. But um, <laughs> I think that uh, I, I don't think I, I really don't think that this year is going to be the year for Colton. I, I think that um, you know, there's so many variables that can that can come into place too. You know, with you know bikes and injuries yeah. and blah blah blah. But yeah, I, yeah. I just think that there's too many good there's too many good guys coming in mm-hmm. healthy in shape. Ready to go. Everybody stepped up their program. Leading Edge is going to have good bikes, good team. I mean, those yeah. guys have been learning for the last four or five years. Um, plus, you know, you know, God, who knows what's going to happen, but he's not my number one pick. Wow. Shocker. Early on in the yeah. BTOsports.com podcast show. Um, yeah. And, well, you know, you know, I've been uh, getting Lissamore, James Lissamore, the, the premier photographer in Canadian moto. I've been getting him down here quite a bit with me. Uh, shooting yeah that's cool. and uh so we have nothing but time in the hotel rooms to bullshit and talk and he really believes that that dusty um dusty clat um could be could 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 take a, a little more maturity he had a kid um he believes that dusty could could win this thing yeah i mean i i don't he's not my pick either but um i i, I really i really think that dusty you know he he's he's mature. He's a good rider. I mean, I watched that video on D, Direct Motocross today. I mean, he looks good on the bike. Um, I just don't know. You know, do you, do you really think Dusty's hungry enough to go out there and you know on a hot you know hundred degree day and really grind it right. out for thirty five minutes? I, I don't I don't think he has that in him. I think Dusty Klatt's very happy to just uh, use his natural talent to go as far as it can go, work a little hard, collect a nice paycheck, and go back to Campbell River. Healthy, healthy, right. and uh, right. not putting out any more effort. And than he has. So yes, so he can ride his BMX bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that I think that Dusty will. You know, he'll he'll shine like he. You know, last year at Moncton, you know, he 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 gave Colton a really good. I think he won both motos actually. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, um, I think that he does have his days when all the stars are aligned. Uh, but um, you know, like you said, he's he's getting a little bit older. He's got a family now, and that uh, that steady paycheck is is nice coming in, you know, even yeah. when it's second or third, but uh, hanging it out and riding a little bit over your head and, you know, yeah, it's, shit is probably not worth it, you know. It's so. tough to see him doing that. But, uh, well, you know, you, you kind of threw me for a loop here and not picking maybe the top two guys. You know, they've been one and two, I think, for a number of years now. And if they weren't one and two, it's just because Colton got hurt. Um, yeah. But uh, so we got Bobby Canari. We have Matt Gurky. We got Tyler Medaglia on a privateer Honda. Gurky's on the leading edge Cowie team. Bobby Canari's on the OTSF Yamaha team, and uh, yep. and your guy Kyle Keast on the Yamaha Canada ride. Those were sort of my best of the rest. 
notes uh, yeah. that I wrote here, but clearly you think one of those dudes is going to step up. Yeah, I think so. I mean, basically, we just we just listed off six guys, right? That's you know, that's including the the two uh, KTM boys. Yeah, six, I mean, six guys. I mean, yeah. a- after that, you know, you got guys like Sean Moffenbier and and stuff like that, which I think are going to be be good too. But I mean, um, if you look at if you look at uh, Bobby Canary, came off an awesome Supercross season, probably the best Supercross season he ever had. Whether I, I, you know I, I, whether you look at, whether you look at it, if guys get hurt or not, he did awesome. You can ask Lissamore. I'm on the Bobby Canary bandwagon you love him I, oh i am on that bobby canary bandwagon <laughs> uh well, first of all i mean how, how do you not like bobby canary as a person right great guy he's an um awesome guy but honestly he's riding very very well down here yeah and i don't know if he's ever I, come into canada as prepared as this year no and you know he's been riding the same bike you know he's been riding that yamaha all year he seems to really like it um you know he's got you know with valley star valley or whatever in the u.s is you know He's learned a lot with testing. You know, he, he, he's coming up here and he's basically riding the same bike. I know we saw him a couple of weeks ago um, at Moto Park in Ontario doing, a, doing some testing, and he looks good. I mean, he, the guy's always been fit. I think that that Yamaha suits him a lot better than the Suzuki in the past, and mm-hmm. he just has better components for the bike, which, I mean, you know, Canada is one of those deals you don't need to have a full factory bike, and, you know, you can kind of get away with um, – you know, stock components, but he has some good stuff, good suspension, you know, good motor. I think he's going to be, he's one of my, he's one of my picks for sure. I think he's going to be uh, really tough to beat along with, along with Gerke. Oh yeah. You like Gerke, huh? No, no actually Gerke, Gerke surprised me because obviously he can ride the sand. I mean, he won an AMA national for God's sake. So exactly. and he's always done well. And, and he did win Gopher Dunes, the gnarly sand track up there in Canada. And, yep. and but I was surprised to even take away the sand track, and he, you know, he battled a bad injury the first half of the year, but the second half of the year, even on the hard pack stuff, he surprised me. He he, he was all right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would have thought last year. I know that he was hurt coming in. I mean, he didn't really have a fair chance at the first, you know, three or four rounds. I mean, he was there was it was no secret he was hurt. He only wrote, I think, a couple of weekends. He didn't even ride the second motos because he was hurting so bad. But um, I really thought that he would have maybe. Won some more motos last year. I mean, he did only win two motos, I think, and that was at Gopher Dunes, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought that he would have had a little bit more, but I, I think I, if he, he is going to be, I think, probably one of the guys with the most speed, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and I think he will be probably the best guy and the toughest guy to beat, but here's my, here's my thing on it. When's the last time that Matt Gerke has finished the whole season? Well, um... He finished last year, uh, Canadian stuff the whole season. But he was hurt. He was yeah. hurt coming in. Yeah, he was. And yeah. Like at the top of his game, like right. being a hundred percent, you know, focused. Yeah, I'm ready, yeah. win, I'm ready to win every weekend. I, I, I don't know. I don't know him that. I don't know him personally. But yeah. since I started following his career back when he was factory KTM on the little bikes and right. blah blah blah, he's never finished a whole season. No, you got a point. I, I think you're right. Yeah, he's definitely been so, bit bit by. The I mean, injury, I mean, especially coming on. I mean, he did ride all the supercrosses this year, but he missed the first four rounds or something like that because he was doing German supercrosses. Yep, yep. So I'm saying from round one, being healthy 100 percent and finishing right to the last moto at Walton 100 percent. I just, you know, if you yeah. look at uh, if you look at the odds, it's not good in his favor. Um. Yeah. I I I, I could I could go with that. I could I could see where you're yeah. coming from. What about um, Tyler Medaglia? Now, he turned down some rides, right, to go privateering? I don't know what the whole Medaglia story was, to be honest with you. I, I think that um, 
I don't, well, first of all, there's not a whole lot of rides up here. Yeah. As far as if you want to call them quote unquote rides, I, yeah. there's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of them anymore, but, uh, I, I didn't hear of any rides that he had that he turned down. I mean, you probably maybe know more than I would about that, but, uh, I, thought I he, think he was, yeah, I thought he did, but he's on a privateer Honda this year. Yeah. With backing from Gopher Dunes, um, and you know, Honda, I think he's got a decent deal going. I mean, he did. I think one of the reasons why he did go that route is because he kept his Red Bull deal, which I don't know what that entails, but uh, he is still a Red Bull athlete or whatever, right? Yeah, he is. He is still. Uh, it's it smacks me of a uh, a guy that like maybe just really gets like a, like a little bit of cash and a cool helmet and turns down rides <laughs> so he can wear a cool helmet, right? But the hel- the helmet's awesome though, right? The helmet is bitching. You're right. I mean. I do wonder how much that, if that's true, if that's why he, he did it. Uh, I do wonder how much that is worth. But um, last time we saw him on the 450s, now he's two-time MX2 champion. Two-time? Yeah. Uh, two-time, yeah. Yeah, two-time MX2 champion. Uh, last time we saw him in the 450s, he led the series for a brief little bit, came out on fire on the OTSFS Suzuki. And uh, so, I mean, is, is he going to step right back with two years away from the 450s to where he was when he left? Well, I think that he definitely has a good base coming in with being at Blackfoot for two years and, and winning, being the most dominant rider for sure. He was hands down for two years. He was the best rider in the MX2 class. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, I think he's going to be better than what we've seen before, maybe with that OTSF Suzuki. I mean, he definitely has a better base. He knows how to win now. He didn't know how to win back then. Like, it was kind of all new for him. And mm-hmm. Gonna be, you know, I mean, being a privateer, it's tough. I, I don't know what he has for a rig or a mechanic or parts or whatever. You know, I'm sure that his bike is gonna be pretty good. I know he has Joe Skid doing his suspension, which is, which is good. He's comfortable with. He had, you know, Joe was at, at Blackfoot with him, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think he'll be good. I I think that there's gonna be some hiccups along along the way. I mean, just with privateer life. I mean, he's gonna be. I don't know if he's staying on the road or whatever, but just by not having that team backing, it makes a big difference. It's, yeah, it is a difference, isn't it? It's it. You're 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 making a little more decisions. You're you're distracted a little bit. Maybe you don't get a part in time that you need for to practice that week, or you know yeah. whatever. It, it's a big. Well, deal. you have a you have a lot of you have a lot of things to worry about, like you said, like oh, you know, like you got to worry about getting your gear and you got to worry about getting all this stuff where I think, you know, with being on Blackfoot or Leading Edge, whatever whatever team, yeah, you know, yeah. where where you have a guy taking care of it. And I know that it's, I mean, that's little, that's little tiny stuff that shouldn't matter, but it does when you're a rider, like trying to, you know, make sure you have everything and worrying about having food on race day and, and blah, 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 all that all that stuff. I mean, it, it definitely takes a toll on your head when, when you have more things to worry about than just going out there and riding, coming off and taking a nap in between motos. <laughs> Which one of those six guys we named? Fasciati, Clat, Canari. Oh, we haven't talked about Keith. Let's talk about Keith. Um, that's your guy. Um, okay. Former, uh, he, he's been number four. He's been number five. Been number six. Number no, no six. No he's six. been uh, four. He's been four twice, five once, eight once, nine twice, the, maybe or once. Maybe nine, nine once for once. sure. And my point is, is he sniffed around the top three in Canada. Sniffed around it. Hadn't been able to get it yet. Uh, very good sand rider. He'll be good at the Gopher Dunes. He'll be good at Sandalee. Um, yep. and, and this year, he's uh, he was a KTM factory rider last year. This year now, he is going on, uh, I guess, you guys are privateers, right? I mean, bikes and support from Yamaha Canada, but it's really uh, a team Newf slash Keist. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, um, 
he he was on factory KTM last year, and um, I mean he had a pretty good year. I mean, like I said, he got fourth again, which is definitely not what uh, not what he wanted. But um, I mean, it's tough. And with him last year, working a full time job during the week, he'd fly back um, fly back home after the national and go back to work for three or four days, and uh, fly back out. So he's working a full time job, probably not putting a hundred percent. Hundred percent effort into it. I mean, as much as he could do with having a full time job and making sure the bills were paid. But um, yeah, yeah, this year he he decided that um, that he wanted to kind of get back to his roots a little bit with machine racing with John Nelson and um, kind of take a new approach. And Yamaha stepped up, and you know we you know believe it or not, yeah, you know what, we're out of a truck and trailer, and it's just me and him on the road. But uh, it's a pretty damn good program uh, i think a lot of people would be surprised with how much support we're getting and we got some good people uh good people helping us out like there's nothing to worry about mm-hmm. there's not like we got we've been organized enough you know fortunately you know i got up there with them a couple months ago and we're organized i mean i'm i'm sitting here right now it's uh it's when what, what is it wednesday yeah wednesday before the first round and we're ready to go we're ready to go to the island right now and and go race i mean we're we're, we're organized and the program's good and Right. I think that uh, it's going to be a good year. And uh, how's he doing? How's the preseason stuff going? How, how, is he is he in shape? Is he riding well? I mean, you know the uh, Yeah, well, there's a couple things. Uh, preseason would have been much better, but uh, he had some big plans, actually, this winter. He was going to do uh, Daytona Supercross, Toronto Supercross, and um, but he got hurt. He ended up uh, crashing and breaking uh, breaking his ankle mm-hmm. back in like uh, February, and it turned out to be a little bit worse than he had thought. He had to have surgery on it, and he had some external pins and stuff in it. So uh, a little bit slow to get going. I mean, he has. He, uh, to be honest with you, he's only been riding for about a month and a half, two months now. Uh-huh. Um, but testing went good. I mean, he's. He's in shape. The guy's a, the guy's an animal. I mean, he's he's tough. And even if he's not in shape, he'd never never uh, never admit to it. And he just powers through anyways. So uh, he so doesn't uh, he he doesn't have any weakness, is what I'm trying to say. He just kind of he's he's tough, right? Did so. you put him at 100 percent going into Nanaimo, though? What'd Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, he's 100 percent. I mean, his ankle still bothers him a little bit, but once he puts his boot on it, uh, it doesn't bother him at all. I mean, he's he's training hard. He's working hard and stuff. And uh, that's one nice thing that uh, I don't ever, I mean, not that I've worked with a lot of guys, but uh, he, he does his work. Basically, uh, when I'm working on the bikes, he's working out or we're, he's riding, and, you know, it's, it's kind of an equal equal thing. Like, the harder I work, the harder he works, so it's kind of cool. And, and he's going to travel with you every? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, uh, he stays, he's staying on the road with me. Um, we drove out. We're in BC now. We drove out here last week. He drove with me, and we co- we actually had a good trip. We stopped along the way and rode. We rode Kamloops for a day, and then uh, kind of mix it up, and that way we can get some testing in on the track. So we got all our settings and everything like that for uh, Kamloops already, which is round two. So um, it's good. We went over to Nanaimo on Monday and uh, rode over there, did some testing. So we got all our settings for there. So we're kind of we're dialed. You rode the you rode the national track. Wow. Check it out. Yeah, you're allowed to ride it up to, this is kind of a bullshit number, 96 hours is the rule. <laughs> and, of course, of course, they don't start working on the track till Thursday, so it wasn't like we were in the way or anything. Yeah, yeah. Did they just throw a number at the dartboard and it came on 96? And they're like, yeah, that's 96. It. Like, where do they come up with 96 hours? Like, why not seven days or five right. days? or <laughs> 96 hours. I uh, talked to Brett Lee last week. I'm like, hey, uh, what's, the, what's the rule? He's like, 96 hours. I'm like, did you just, like, dream that or <laughs> – Came up with that Canadian moto, catching yeah, the fever. Welcome. Um, you know, we were laughing about Dusty Clark riding with Yamaha patches on his KTM. 
which thankfully yeah. have been photoshopped out. But we just that's the kind of stuff that you love. Um, yeah. Well, so I mean, he's gotta he's gotta get in there, right? He's gotta get top three number. That's the goal. Well, right? I, I, and I'm not just saying this because he's my guy. I mean, I, I've raced against Keith. We've been a competitor against one another for years up yeah. until you know probably the last three years where I haven't raced, but. Uh, his speed is um, is definitely better than it ever has been. I mean, he's he really likes that Yamaha, which is uh, which is which is awesome. I mean, it's one of those things. Those Yamaha 450s, you either love them or you hate them. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, he's one of the guys that loves them. He he um, he's a bigger dude, so he can muscle the bike around. And uh, he, he's never felt as good on the bike, and he's he's confident on it. And he's um, his speed, like hard pack speed. We went to we went to Nanaimo on uh, on Monday and. I was shocked. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, uh, little beats went over there with us, and I mean, he was. Uh, Keith was going about a second, second to a second and a half lap faster than, than beats, which is, which is unreal in my mind because beats is a is an awesome hard pack rider, and he's my pick for round one. So, yeah, uh, the Kyle Beaton goes well there. He rides yeah. rides that place really yeah. well. So that's good for for Kyle. Um, for good for, Keith, good for yeah. his confidence, and that's that's the other thing too with going over there and getting. I mean, like he. You know, he pulls in the track, and we're looking at it, and I'm like, I'm like, don't say anything bad. Tell me you love this place right now. And he goes, I love it. I love it here. And he's being sarcastic, <laughs> of course, right? Yeah. And he goes out, and, you know, he felt good, and he's like, you know what, man, this place isn't that bad. And I said, you're not a shitty hard pack rider, Kyle. You just, you, you're so, everybody's so sold on you being the sand specialist, and that's right. all you can ride is sand. And yeah. I go, you're a good rider. You have to realize that you're good everywhere. So, you know, let's. How many let's build on that, and let's let's go to round one and show everyone what you got. So, how many Tim Horton stops between uh, Ontario and BC? Holy shit, man! I don't know. I, I actually keep a keep a little journal. I write down what we do every day. I have it written down, but I, let me tell you, it was a lot of stops. <laughs> you know, I never really used to drink coffee that much, but uh, being yeah. with that guy, I drink. I'm having a Tim Hortons coffee right now, as we say. He just got, <laughs> came back and brought me a coffee, so. <laughs> There we go. I, I don't know, man. He he drinks a lot of coffee, three to four a day. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, hey, a couple of wild cards, uh, Gavin Grasick and uh, uh, Tyler Villapoto, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I just heard recently that, that uh, Grasick was coming up here. I think that's awesome. I mean, he, uh, he's been a part of the series, you know, back three, three four years ago and kind of mm-hmm. took a took an absent or, you know, he wasn't around for a while. But he could be tough. I mean, he knows the tracks. He knows the people. You know, I – I don't know how he's riding. I didn't even know he was still riding. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Tyler. Well, from what I've heard, the guy's got lots of speed, and um, yeah. it could be could be interesting. I just from watching videos and kind of hearing through the grapevine of what people are saying, I don't know how he's going to ride that 450 like that for 35 minutes. But uh, yeah, hopefully he figures it out. I mean, I mean, he's going to be on a good bike, and it's going to be new for him, but. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't underestimate the guy at all. I'm. I'm sure that he's probably fast enough to uh, to be in the top three. Absolutely. I just. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't bet on it that he makes it to every round. So. Um. So Fasciati, Clat, Canari, Keast, Gurky, Medaglia. Those are the six guys we kind of broken down. Which guy? Which one of those guys spends? Do you not see in the bar, Noof, after the race? Which guy don't I see? Yeah, which one don't you see at the bar? That might be the I winner. Don't usually, I don't usually see any of them because I'm usually blackout by then. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I don't Good see answer. any of those guys there. None of those guys. Uh, uh, so what do you? What order do you have them in? Give me an order, then. 
Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna shock the world and tell us that Fasciati is not your pick, I'll give you my top three picks. Yeah. And you can put them in whatever order that you that you want. But I go, um, I go Gurky. Um, Gurky's gonna be in the top three. Canary in the top three, and Keist in the top oh. three. Oh. Oh. I'm not putting any of the KTM guys, and that's wow. nothing against Andy those guys. Andy White is not gonna like you. I know, I know. I'm probably gonna hear about this on on yeah. Saturday when I see him. It's nothing against him. I just uh, I'm just mixing it up. I want something different this year. I just got entire. It's nothing with KTM. I like to see those guys do those guys do good, and I, I, they will do good. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just mixing it up. I don't I don't uh, I don't know. But I think the, I think we're gonna see something different at the front this year. I got Fasciati, Canari, Clat. What? That's what I got. Yeah, yeah. Fourth. Um. I'm with you on the. Uh, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see Tyler Medaglia back in the class. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, he's gonna be good. He's gonna, gonna be good too. I mean, gonna be good. It's. It's. I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be. It'd be. I'd totally have a probably different opinion if we did this after round one. After you see. After you see right. practice, we could probably. We could probably pinpoint this a lot better, but um, no, that's not the idea, uh, though. That's why we do these things. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, this could be interesting for sure. Um, I just, you know, I mean, Clat, Clat's got some serious talent, and you know, I think he'll be there. But Canari's uh, been on it down here, man. Been riding really good, and uh, yes. you know, he's just an animal too. You know, he's planning on doing, he's planning on doing uh, Unadilla on Saturday and Walton on Sunday. Is he really? Yeah, what an idiot. That is kind of dumb, isn't it? We'll see. We'll see if that works. We'll see if that happens. But well, uh, I I guarantee you, he's going for the championship. But it comes down to Walton, he will not be at. Yeah, like yeah, you're right about that. I can guarantee you on that too. Yeah. I think it's I think it's really cool. Like another thing, another prop for uh, you know for for Bobby. I mean, he's raced the first two U.S. Nationals. He's done. He's done great. What did he get? Twelfth overall at both rounds. Yeah, just outside the top ten. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean the guy's been racing and. Like that's that's another thing. Like Colton hasn't raced one race on that KTM yet. Dusty, I think, has done one one race on the KTM. I think he did a Nanaimo race probably a month month or so ago. But I mean, I'm a I'm a strong believer in guys that have been racing, like such as uh, Canary, Gurky, Keast. We've been racing every weekend. I think that's it's it's a huge it's a huge helper by just by just showing up at round one. I mean, Colton's never done a gate drop on that KTM yet. It's a good point. Make, it's it good. makes a it makes a difference. I don't care. It's just a confidence thing. It's a right. you know knowing knowing how the bike reacts. You know after you know in a race situation, whether you're going out there and smoking the guys or not, um, it's it's a huge thing. I mean we've been we've been racing in Ontario for the last month, and I mean Colton lives you know a half hour forty five minutes down the down the road, and he hasn't came to any races. I I was really shocked. I mean I was hoping that he was going to show up and we yeah, could wh- race him. And- why do you think that is? It's a good point. That's what I've been wondering. I, I actually, I, I BBM back and forth with Andy White. I said, Colton coming this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I said, bring him. Show up. We'll pay for the entry fees. Bring him out. Yeah, we'll pay for the entry fees. Um, <laughs> well, he just doesn't want to show everybody what he's got, you know, I guess. I don't know. You're right. If it, if it, works, if it works for him, that's, that's great. I mean, everybody's different. I mean, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in, in racing. Like, uh, you gotta, you got to race. you got to race to get better in a way because if you're out there, Practicing doing thirty thirty plus twos by yourself. I mean, you you feel good, but yep. I mean it's not. Uh, I mean it's not great. And with with Canary riding against the best guys in the world every weekend, I mean he's he's going to be ready. He's going to be confident coming into round one. He's going to be tough. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to these podcasts. They wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for BTOsports.com as well as the other advertisers. So I appreciate if you just listen to this, deal with it, order some stuff from BTO, and then we'll get right back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike car body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65% off. Your order can be shipped at anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. JT Racing USA is back to reestablish its deep roots in the motocross industry with an all-new, innovative line of racewear and casual wear. While bringing many of JT's strongest design elements from its golden years back to life, the racewear is constructed with the highest grade material on the market and has a technological fit, feel, and function that is sure to raise the bar in how motocross gear is being built. JT has relaunched itself back into motocross with the Pro Tour jersey, classic pants, lifeline, and flex field gloves in eight colorways with an assortment of men's and women's casual wear to add to its collection. By redefining the meaning of airflow, JT has incorporated its airline system technology into this collection and have launched their all-new ALS2 helmet in seven colorways to complete the rebirth of the brand. The wait is over. And Gopher Dune should be a hell of a race this year with your guy Keast and Gurky, Colton, Dusty can ride the sand. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good if everyone can stay healthy until then. I mean, it, I mean, it could be a Keast needs, yeah. needs to win there this year. I mean, I, he's been so close so many years. Yeah, it's just uh, something always seems to happen with him running out of gas there a couple years ago. Blah blah blah, but. Um, yeah. I, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I think I think Gurky is he's an unreal sand rider. I, I'm not so so much sold on uh, Clat in the sand, but um, Colton's mm-hmm. good. Um, Ty, Medag, Tyler Medagli is awesome in the sand. He's won a moto there a couple years ago in the overall. Him and Keith battled right down to the end for like 30 minutes straight. Uh-huh. So the, oh, it's gonna be good. I, I mean, the bottom line is Mathis is gonna be. It's going to be a really good year. I think everyone's healthy. Everyone's bikes are good. Everyone seems. Everyone says they're in shape. But it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I think round one. It'd be a good. It'd be a good uh, motocross the nations preview. The Gopher Dune sand track. But wait, we have the Montreal Supercross on the same weekend. Yeah, so you might as well take out three of our three of our top guys. <laughs> hey, you know? good job, guys. Good job yeah. on that. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good series, man. Because I I, I do believe yeah the gap has shrunk between Clat and Fasciati. And everybody's kind of moved up, and you know Tyler. Tyler's definitely got to be hungry to prove something wrong, prove prove everybody that he can do it. Um, yep. and, and then the same with Kyle. I mean, you just know Keith is going to be there, so it, it should be interesting. And um, do you care, Noof, one way or another? Like I'm Canadian, I live in America, and I, I guess I have allegiances to both places. Do you care if an American wins a title? Does that bother you? It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I'm not like, oh, that's that's stupid or something like that. I don't. I think it's awesome that we still get Americans coming up here to make our Canadian guys better. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, if you took away, if you took away Canary and and Gerke and Tyler Tyler Villapoto, I mean, I mean, there's three guys that yeah. are probably going to win a moto throughout the year at least once, maybe twice, maybe the whole damn championship, right? Like, right, right. I mean, if we have Canadian, if if there's no Americans that come up here and we just have all Canadians, we might as well just all ride local races and not even really have a national. <laughs> right. In my mind. Yeah. That's why they call it nationals, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Is there, uh, is there anybody we missed um, that I missed or, uh, you know, that Moffenbauer, you mentioned him. 
He had a breakout later last year. Moffenbach, yeah, yeah. I think Moffenbach will be good. I mean, he did awesome last year. He's national number six coming in. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he he really came on strong at the end of the year. You know, he was getting some top fives. He never got any podiums, but uh, um, yeah, I think he's going to be good. His program is the same this year. I think with Yamaha with his deal there, Schraders or whatever. But uh, he's going to be good. I haven't uh, I haven't seen him ride. I, I I didn't get to see him ride when I was down in California about a month ago. But uh, he's going to be good. I, I think that. You know, he might be a tad bit off those six or seven guys that we named, but um, you, oh yeah, you, so you don't you don't think he can get in that group we named? Like he's going to be? I mean, once in a while, of course he will, but but generally speaking, I think that he's going to be just a little bit off, not a whole lot, right? But just a little bit. So you know, what really bums me out, Noof, is that you had Blair Morgan from Saskatchewan, yep. you know, multi-time Canadian champion, one of the best riders in Canadian history, probably, and now you yep. have this Moffenbier dude from Saskatchewan. Like, can no one from Manitoba, not even one, we can't even have one guy from Manitoba ever be good? You were the only guy. Thank you. Thank you very much. We had Don <laughs> Formo, uh, national number five, one yep. year. Um, and goddamn, that's about it. Like, you know, you know what's weird, though, too, is like, like you said, I mean, the tracks in Manitoba are unreal. Like, they have really good tracks. They have a good local series. I mean, there's. Yeah. I, get, I I've never raced there, but this is like from what I've heard. Like they have really good tracks, they have yeah. good turnouts, they have you know they're kind of like they're they're pretty legit there, yeah. and it just never seems. I mean, I mean, um, not that I want to get into this, but Ryan Miller is the only kid that uh, that you know has any kind of speed from there, and you know. And what does this mean? Not that I want to get into this. What does that I, mean? I just I I don't I don't agree 100 percent with his program and what he does and I mean I actually worked with that kid for a little bit in uh-huh. Texas we went down there and did did amateur nationals we did uh, Oak Hill and Whitney and the kid has talent man that kid has that kid has some serious skill on bikes and I think that uh, he just doesn't have the right he doesn't have the right program could he so. be a uh, and I'm not saying in 2012 but down the road could he be a Fasciati tall kid lots of mm-hmm. talent maybe gives up a little bit. I think it's it's too late for him. I I know that he's young, he's like 18, but I think that uh his pro he hasn't he hasn't showed the the type of, you know, okay. even results of Colton in the early years. I yeah, think yeah. that yeah. he has the skill, don't get me wrong, he has the skill, but um he doesn't have the uh he doesn't have the program and I I still talk to him a little bit on the phone like I asked him I I messaged him the other day. I said, "Well, so what's the deal? You ride riding nationals?" Well, I'm not going to ride in Nanaimo, but I'm going to do Kamloops, and I'm going to do the rest of them, but I'm not going to go to Moncton, and I don't know if I'm going to Walton. I'm like, what are you talking? Like, why? Like, what? <laughs> what? What's wrong? Well, I'm just not ready yet, and I'm like, dude, like, you're not ready. You were just in fucking Texas for like three months. Like, why aren't? You, like, what's going on? It's just kind of that deal. And then I just, I just saw on Facebook the other day, he blew his knee out or something like that. So it's, it's um, you know. What I'm well, okay. Well, yeah. Josh Penner, good rider, good guy. Yep. Uh, yep. Just, just Manitoba. Like, I don't get how Saskatchewan. That's a shithole. No offense to people from Saskatchewan. It's a shithole. It's it's a little worse than Manitoba. They can produce two great riders, Moffenbier and Blair, and Manitoba can't do anything since the early '90s. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. Look, even where you're, isn't Glenn Horror from where you're from? Yeah, Glenn Hoare, myself, yeah. Mitch Cook. Okay. Those are yeah. decent guys. All from, uh, not from Newfoundland. You're from Nova Scotia. That's it. Nova Scotia. Yeah, Glenn Hoare is from New Brunswick. But Oh, uh, wow. Well, that's still. different, though. That's different. Well, 
But okay, so even your crap hole province, that's what's your biggest city? Is it anywhere near Winnipeg? <laughs> no, well, Halifax, Nova Scotia is population of like hundred thousand. Okay. Hundred thousand. Yeah, Winnipeg's got seven hundred. And and your place has produced yourself and Mitch Cook. Two yeah. quality top ten riders year after year after year. Yep. Uh, Cook might even want a title. Didn't he win an East one twenty five? No, no. Okay. No, well, whatever. He won a title. He won. He won. Uh, he won one. He won in uh, Morden, Morden, Manitoba in the mud that and year. I, and, and I say, and I don't mean crap. I'm just saying like it's a small province on the far east coast of Canada. Hundred thousand people in Halifax. You guys can produce two guys that can be top ten riders year after year after year. Yep. Manitoba. Nothing. 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 Weird. It's weird, but hey, look at the same thing for Quebec too. Right now, I mean, wow. Quebec used to have Quebec used to have the best guys. I mean, they had Dubé, JSR, Carl, Carl Valencourt. Um, yeah, Mark, you know, a lot of guys. But but they've had their time. Yeah, and and you know they got Kevin Benoit now. So uh, yeah, but true. they they have their time, and maybe it's not right now. What Manitoba's never even had a time. They've never had a time. They've never had a top ten guy. Like former was once, you know, and then yep. he never really repeated that. I don't. I, it's just frustrating. I don't get it. And Saskatchewan it can, make sense. can produce. It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Like especially, it's not like they don't have races there. And they right. I mean, it's big there. It's, it's in the center of Canada. Big. It's in the center of Canada. It's got a strong local series. But good job, Manitoba, for doing fuck all year after year <laughs> on the nationals. Okay. It's hard to live up. It's hard to live up to your name, I guess. <laughs> well, I do have four Manitoba titles. Perhaps you heard. That's true. Uh, I, I did hear a couple times. <laughs> a few times. <laughs> a few times. Uh, anyways, let's let's move on. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm okay. 250 class. Um, Teddy Mayer, Jeremy Medaglia, Kyle Beaton. Those are the three, right? Am I missing anybody? Pretty much name the three right there. Those guys are going to go at it. It's going to be a battle. Now Beaton just has to stay healthy. And, yeah. And but but I. I like Mayor. What do you think? See, I'm not. I'm not on the. I'm. I'm opposite of you. Wow. Wow. Who do you? What? What do you okay. like? Here's the deal. It's gonna be like you said. Those three guys. It's gonna be Teddy. It's gonna be Beaton. It's gonna be Jeremy. The difference that I mean, Beaton is hungry. He's ready to go. I mean, I've, we've been riding with him for the last week out here. He's in the best shape that I've seen him in. He's lost like. 30 pounds. I mean, the guy's in shape. He came off riding Supercross. I mean, yep. he didn't do the yep. greatest. He didn't do the greatest down there, but you know what? He stuck it out. He rode. He's, you know, he's been riding. He's got, you know, a couple hundred hours logged in before the season even started compared to years before. Um, I think he's going to be healthy. He's smooth. He's kind of, he's finally found that, that riding style that, that works for him. Like before it was always like, Kyle Beaton goes out there. He's so damn fast, but it only lasts for a short time. Then mm-hmm. he's on his head. Right. Seems like this year, you know, he's kind of found that. I mean, he went to Nanaimo on Monday, and he did two 30-minute motos plus two, and he never made one mistake. Every lap time was pretty much the exact same. Mm-hmm. He looked smooth. He scrubbed every jump the same. He hit the same line every time. Like, he looks really, really good. I, I well, don't know, man. Him, him and Jeremy... Had the same kind of intensity. Jeremy's riding fast. We raced the local race against him uh, a few weeks ago at Sandalee. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he rides good there, but uh, yeah. he's fit. Jeremy's hungry. He wants to win. He hates to lose, right? That's the difference, I think, between – I think Jeremy is a little bit of a step above Teddy and Beaton because of the fact that that guy just hates to lose. He doesn't want to lose. He, 
he wants to win more than anybody out there, I think. Wow, okay. Well, there's no bigger beaten fan than me, literally. And yeah, and, and me I mean, too. I mean, and me too. But and, I just, and like I said, I, I, I remember doing this with you, I think, last year around the same time. And yeah. I mean, uh, I, mean I want to see Beaton win. And he's, he's comfortable this year coming in saying, I said, Beats, what's the way, when he was all done riding the other day, I said, what's the goal for this weekend? He goes, if I can get fifth, I'll be more than happy. And I said, well, that's something different that you've never done. He goes, I've always came in feeling like I had to win, feeling like I was going to let people down if I didn't win at round mm-hmm. one. And yeah. I mean, he, he hasn't ever put himself in that situation in the last few years. He hasn't made it. He hasn't even had a chance to win because it's been over before it started, right? Right. Well, but, I just think two years of not racing. And, again, I'm a huge beaten guy. Two years of not doing the Nationals, though, is going to hurt him. I feel, but 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 you but you know better than I do. Have you seen him riding, and you, you've seen the yeah. old beats, and now you've seen the new beats. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Not doing the nationals, but the thing is, though, Steve, is he's he's done them for the last ten years. You know, right. he has yeah. he, he does have seasons under his belt. You know, yeah, um, he's comfortable with his bike. He's been with Leading Edge for a while now. Um, but you know. but all that can be said about Teddy, and he's won two titles. Or, That's true. Or That's just true. Maybe Teddy one. knows. Teddy knows how to win, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's done it before, stepping up to the big bike last year, which is going to help him because I think it probably helped his speed a little bit riding with those guys because, I mean, those, those guys are the best guys in Canada. Uh-huh. Um, I just think that he doesn't have that intensity that Beaton and Jeremy will have. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but well, yeah, I, I mean, just think that Teddy, Teddy being a little bit older than those guys, kind of, you know, banking on trying to make some money, um, I think that he just doesn't, he's just going to be that, te- I, I mean, Beaton said to me, I go, I go, what do you think about Teddy? He goes, well, Teddy's going to be tough. And I said, yeah, I know. He goes, Teddy's so, he's such a hard guy to race against because he's so consistent. He does the same laps. He gets good starts. He's always there, right? He's right. always, he's always going to be there. And especially with that class not being super deep this year, yeah. Even if, yeah. even if one of those top three guys get a, a tenth place start, those guys are going to be in the top three in a matter of two laps. You know, it's not going to be like having to fight your way through the pack. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I, you're right. I feel like, like those three, it's going to be hard to make up points because I really think those three are going to be the class of the field and. So therefore, like a DNF by Jeremy or a crash by Beaton or like Teddy's just going to be there. You know, he's going to get a points lead on them by just being there all the time. Being being third, you know. second, first every time. Am I? Are we missing anybody? Kevin Benoit. He's going to have a knee injury. Uh, Benoit Benoit's not doing. He's only doing the East Coast, I okay. think. Uh, all right. his knee or something like that. There's going to be um, Richard oh, Gray. We can name a bunch of other guys. Spencer Knowles is on Yamaha's this year. Okay. Well, Spenny's um, just going to be gonna, Spenny, right? He's just going to be what he does. Right, I mean exactly. And Beaton told me that uh, Beaton told me that Spenny's been riding really good, but I guess he had a big get off there a few weekends ago at a local race and kind of kind of took the wind out of his sails a little bit. So, uh, you know, Spenny's going to be a you know fourth place guy. I think you know maybe maybe get a podium. Al- a Allisons, year, though, the Allisons, Allisons, drop down. Allisons are going to be Allisons are going to be super consistent. I mean, with going up to the big bikes last year, um, they probably learned a lot, and I think they'll be. You know, it's going to be a great race from first to third, and it's going to be an awesome race from fourth to tenth. I think because mm-hmm. there's going to be some American guys coming up. I know Topher Ingles is coming back up for the four West rounds. Okay. Uh, he'll be good. Spenny, Dylan Kalen, um, he's riding pretty good. Um, you know, the Allisons. Who else? Did I miss Richard Gray. 
Richard Gray, yeah, little Rich. He's he's been training with Keith. Keith has kind of taken him under his wing. They live really close together. Speed wise, Richard's really good. I think that he's just a little bit uh, a little bit too young and a little bit too inexperienced to get that third place. You know, I mm-hmm. think fourth, fifth, sixth will be really good motives for him. Right, right. Uh, um, it's going to be an awesome battle from fourth to fourth to eighth. You know, it's going to be it's going to be good. What about my newest X brand athlete, uh, Kevin Lepp? Kevin Lepp, yeah, he's uh, he'll be he'll be typical Lepp. He'll be get a bad. It's the same. He's just a he's just a hard worker. That kid. He doesn't he doesn't have that natural ability of those mm-hmm. guys that we already talked about. But yeah. he's a hard worker. He rides with heart, and he'll be he'll be you know eight, nine, ten somewhere in there. Now in the two fifty class, uh, as you know, Noof, uh bikes are huge. Um, you know who has the best bike is is, is a lot of times got a great advantage. Do you see the leading edge bikes of Beaton and Mayor? We know will be good. We know Jeremy K- Jeremy's KTM will be good. Do you see any of those other guys though? I feel like that one of their biggest problems will be their bikes. Those privateer guys. Yeah, I uh, yeah, obviously. How how are you going to bet against a Frenchy a Frenchy motor? You know what I mean? Like he has those Cowies dialed. I mean they they were the they've been the class of the field as far as hole shots and stuff goes for the last two three years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, KTM bike is going to be is going to be awesome. I don't know. I'm sure that they have more support than ever this year, as far as motors go. With you know, with having a smaller team and a little bit more budget, it's going to. They're you know, with Jeremy being their only lights guy. I mean, I'm sure that bike's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I know that Richard Gray's bike with OTSF is going to be good. Bondi Bondi does the motor with that same guy that does our does our motors. I mean, he's he's rode his race bike. He says it's really good. Uh, is that Canary's yeah, teammate? Who's Canary's teammate? Yeah, Richard Gray. Oh, so they're going to do a lights bike and a or two the F and a yeah. four the okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, um, it's pretty hard to, you know, a, a guy like let's say the Allisons, for example. I mean, how are those guys Yamaha is going to be as good as right. Teddy or Beaton's two fifty F? I mean, it's yeah. you know they're they're kind of a little bit behind. They don't have the budget, obviously, nor do they have the budget to keep the bikes running throughout the year. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's right you want to have a build a bike that you know is rocket fast but same thing be able to finish motos give me uh so give me the order of the for the 250 class in your opinion those top three guys we talked about what's top gonna look three? Like at the end of the year what's it gonna look like top three is gonna be jeremy uh beats teddy really yeah. oh no you got it all wrong <laughs> you're I'm always wrong you're so always, according to you <laughs> you're way off noof I'm going to try to get myself a better expert next year of to, uh, to do these. Well, let's see. Let's see. I'll write no, that down. Write it, down my pick. Mayor, Mayor beaten uh, J-Dags. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. And then the fourth, you know, pl- fourth place, I don't know. Who knows? Pick a, pick a name. The, uh, fourth place, I'll go with uh, Jared Allison. Okay. I, I can't Jared get Allison. Allison straight, so one of those two. The thing is, though, is that we're kind of we, – we put a lot of – pressure on those top three guys but chances are one of those three guys are going to have some problems throughout the year so you never know maybe you know maybe well, an allison can catch a catch third place in the series you know what i mean yeah and and, and with as and as always with canadian motocross there will be uh some wild card that comes up a la ben evans or yep Topher Ingalls or last year you know somebody yeah no i've heard i've heard like that there's quite a few american guys coming up um it makes it really 
really easy this year with the with the rounds being Nanaimo, Kamloops, Calgary, Edmonton. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's fairly feasible for privateers to come up, and I mean, four I mean, weeks yeah, in a, four weeks can, in a row, right? Two four weeks. Four, four yeah. weeks in a row, and I mean, I mean, from Nanaimo to Edmonton's like ten hour drive, so it's yeah. not like it's super super far, and it's pretty it's pretty um, cost effective to to be able to do the do the first four. So I mean. I mean, uh, you can't tell me if a if an American privateer comes up and he's uh, sitting second points after Edmonton, which is the fourth round, that somebody's not going to take him east. Yeah, and that's another beautiful beautiful thing about Canadian moto is you can get yourself earned earn, earn yourself a ride very easily. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of the cool thing because it's not like it's not like uh, it's not like the bikes are super stout. I mean, they just they basically bolt up another bike, and there you go. You get another rider, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe Team Keith will take on another rider. I know. You never know, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, who, who knows? Uh, what are you guys traveling out of? Uh, we got um we got a fifth uh, thirty six foot fifth wheel trailer. Okay, so. same same thing he's always had then same rig. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it's a, it's the machine racing trailer, and then we got a we got a truck diesel truck to pull it. So I mean our our setup's good. We got two bikes on the road: race bike and a practice bike. And we got spare wheels, and we got spare we got a spare motor and spare parts, and we're we're good. How's your relationship with John Nelson? Uh, actually, kind of a funny story. Nelson was pretty uh, pretty skeptical about coming in, me coming in. I mean, everyone always gets this bad uh, bad vibe about me. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but um, you might be able to answer that better than me. But uh, no, me and Nelson are best buddies. We actually get along really good. We go for breakfast every Saturday morning when I'm back at the shop. And uh-huh. um, yeah, he likes me. He likes me more than Keith right now. Keith gets all mad because John's always texting me and asking me what's going on, and we yeah, kind of yeah. make fun of Kyle. Uh. Kind of make fun of Kyle behind his back, and that's pretty funny. Yeah, he's not planning on coming west at all, though, huh? Uh, he well, he's probably going to come to um, he's probably going to come to Kamloops. Oh, okay, all right. Maybe, maybe, I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Maybe I should tell him I'm going to Edmonton. Maybe that'll sway him. Yeah, I like. I, I, it's going to be good. Edmonton's going to be good. Looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, me too, buddy. Maybe we'll hug it out. Um, Talk about feelings. New beginnings. <laughs> yeah. New, new beginnings. beginnings. Yeah. Ryan Lockhart. New beginning. Okay. This is kind of another new beginning for you. Ah. You quit, you, you quit your job. Beginning. You quit your job. You had a nice yeah. job going with Husky. Um, yeah. You were an ex-brand athlete. Um, I still am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, when you race, let me know. I'll get you some. I'll bring some stuff to Edmonton for you. Um, All right. Cool. Because uh, yeah, if you're doing some amateur days, I'm gonna need you on those goggles ASAP. Plus, I'm doing plus I'm doing Walton plus twenty five during the week. Oh, I'll have to build those and ship them to you special that week. <laughs> Can you put my name right on the Ziploc and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, no, but new beginning for you. Quit your husky job, and yeah. uh, going as a mechanic. So another new beginning. Less more we pissed. Again, every every January first is a new beginning for the news. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and how's your buddy Sean Hamblin doing? Uh, Hamblin's good. I mean, I just spent uh, about three weeks with him uh, about a month ago. He's, uh, I guess you could say, restarting. Is he stable? <laughs> uh, mentally, probably no, but <laughs> physically, <laughs> physically, he is. He should. Uh, he should become. Isn't he buddies with Fowler? Yeah, he is. He is buddies with Ricky. I mean, yeah, Sean golfs all the time. Maybe he should like be a caddy for him, right? He can't. He can't. We already. He already thought that one out. You need to be like a. You need, all caddies are like ex pros. What? Yeah, they're usually all the all like uh, PGA Tour caddies are like ex pro ex pro golfers. Well, what does that matter? Doesn't um, doesn't uh, the, the the golfer just pick who he wants? Yeah, but it's always best to go with an ex pro, I guess. Ah. Okay. That's like saying that's like saying 
um, you know, Villapoto is going to hire a riding coach, but he was only ever an intermediate. No, I disagree. Right? I disagree. It's like hiring a mechanic. Yeah? It's like hiring a mechanic that's your buddy. Yeah, I guess. So that, that's, that's more like it. So. I'm, not, I'm not a pro mechanic by any means. Well, yeah, but but I'm saying like like if you're a, if you're a rider and you just want to hire your buddy as a mechanic and he can do the job, then there you go. That's more important than the actual yeah, righty tighty lefty loosey, you know. So. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, but no, Hamblin's good. I mean, he uh, he has some kids that he trains, and I mean, he uh, yeah, he's doing okay. he's doing all right. He's doing all right. All right. And he um, told me he told me to tell you you're a dick licker though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got that on Twitter. Actually, didn't even need. Didn't even need anything from you. I, I got it myself. I didn't need that. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I didn't need that. I didn't didn't need it relayed either. Uh, what's yeah. your favorite track of the Canadian series? Uh, favorite track would be um, probably probably Edmonton's cool. Calgary's good. Calgary just redid their whole uh, whole track. Mark Peters actually is up there doing it right now. So mm-hmm. uh, Calgary's always cool because of nightlife fun. Obviously afterwards, so I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy that one. But. Uh, yeah, Calgary Edmonton is cool. Gopher Dunes is always a good, um, good facility. I mean, um, I think that uh, you know, I I could pick out the bad ones better than the <laughs> better than the good ones because yeah. they're all pretty good, but there's some really bad ones though. Nanaimo is uh, it's come a long ways though. I've heard from what I it has. Last it time. has. It, yeah. They've they've done a lot of work, and you know, last year, last year they tried really hard. It's just, I mean, when you're working with shitty material on yeah. the track, I mean. It's, it uh, it either ends up going really good or really bad. Unfortunately, in the last few years, with the with it being rain, it's pretty rainy out here this time of year, right? So yeah. it uh, it usually ends up being they they all end up being good at the end of the day. And uh, just, for uh, for people who don't know, there's two Canadian nationals on a Saturday this year. Thoughts yeah. on that, Noof? I think it's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they picked those two or whatever, but uh, yeah. Why they, why they pick I mean, 90, Why they pick ninety six hours? <laughs> Why did they do that? Yeah, it's the same thing. But um, I, I think the Saturday Nationals are cool. I mean, it, it works in the U.S. I mean, right. uh, why wouldn't it work up here? But um, I, I think that it's not – I mean, the whole idea is to cut costs down for teams and stuff like that. It doesn't really cut costs at the end of the day. I mean, you're right. still there. You're still there for the whole time. I mean, um, I, I just like Saturday because Sunday can be a nice relaxing day and then get back to work on Monday. It's always, yeah. it's always nice having Sunday just to – do whatever, recover from the the drinks the night before or whatever. So <laughs> before you get back to work on Monday, you're kind of providing the listeners with a reason why John Nelson would be wary of you. <laughs> well, I like to have a good time. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, who doesn't? Uh, so, and you're gonna be driving to most of them or all of them, and uh, your plan is to just uh, roll into the tracks around Friday or whatever and get set up around then, or what's? Yeah, yeah. Fridays Fridays usually set up day. Yeah. Uh, Fridays set up day, and then. Um, it's kind of, to be honest with you, it's a waste of a day. I don't know why we just don't do it Saturday morning. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, roll in Friday park. Uh, Saturday is set up and tech. Um, that's, all, that's all that goes on on Saturday. So, uh, and then Sunday is the full, full race program. So there's pretty much two days of waste with, in my mind. It could yeah. only be one day. I mean, Saturday we should be able to do everything. But, uh, um, yeah, Friday is a waste of a day in my mind. But yeah. um, am I going to yeah, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> no one listens to you. Nobody listens. Um, and then, um, all right. Well, who do you want to thank uh, uh, for the effort that you know you guys are doing this year? You and Kyle Keese, to give you time to uh, to thank somebody who's definitely probably helped you out. Yeah, totally. I mean, first of all, just thank Kyle for giving me the opportunity to be part of the series again. Last year, I didn't go to many races, and 
I missed it, that's for sure. I mean, I think that uh, I think that motocross is definitely my is, well, it is my life, and mm-hmm. that's all I want to do. So thank thank him for giving me the opportunity to be part of his program, and I mean uh, to thank some people for him. I mean, definitely Yamaha Canada with uh, with giving us a good budget to be able to do what we want to do and to try to win, and and that's our goal um, is to definitely to win. Troy Lee Designs for for hooking him up, and uh, John Nelson from the Machine. He's been he's been awesome awesome to work for. I mean, there's if we need it, he gets it for us. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much it. I mean, Matrix. Um, well, thank Brady Sharon for letting me use his phone here while while I'm oh, talking you're, to you. Oh, you're actually at Brady's house right now. Yeah. I'm at Brady's right now. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we got a bunch of sponsors on cool. board. I mean, Ride yeah. Engineering. Giving us some good triple clamps and linkage and stuff, and uh, yeah. the cool thing—the cool thing with with the key steel is that um, we do have lots of sponsors that are helping us out. But uh, you know, such as tires, like we couldn't really get a tire deal this year, so we just went and bought Dunlops because they're they're the best tire in our mind, right? But if yeah. we when we go to go for dunes and we don't want to use the Dunlop sand tire, we can use the Pirelli sand tire. So yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of right? yeah, neat. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff that he bought, you know, out of his own out of his own pocket that uh, that has made the program better because you know sometimes getting free stuff isn't always the best. No. Yeah. Exactly. We've all been in there as a mechanic or as a racer where you're running something yeah. where you, yeah you're not pumped on. So. Yeah. Why Why use shitty tires when we can buy tire when we have the budget to buy tires and and we can run what we want and we don't have to answer to anybody on Monday, right? All right. Are you uh, Are you a little nervous at all about this gig? Uh, you know, I'm nervous because I know that he's going to be a contender, yeah. and um, I just want everything to be. I've never really been in this situation before, but um, he's ready and he's confident in me, and I, I'm confident in the bikes. I mean, I've had I've had plenty of time. I'm not just a fly in on the weekend mechanic and rush to get the bike done Friday night and then race mm-hmm. on Saturday. So, yeah. um, I'm confident in the bikes. I mean, we've had we've done enough testing. We've seen what goes wrong with the bikes. We've fixed the problems. We've we're ready to go. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm nervous. I'm anxious, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens. It's going to be good. I, I just. I just love that feeling of the gate drop for the first 450 moto. I just. I'll be running around like a maniac. <laughs> I love it. Um. Yeah. No doubt. Huh. Hey, when you're yeah. driving uh, from um, from Edmonton to Ontario and you drive through Manitoba, see if you can find out why we suck as a motocross province. Like, ask you around. You want me to stop in and try to find a rider and take him under my wings? Do something. <laughs> Do something so that Manitoba can have, you know, somebody. You got me here. really you got me really thinking about that. I, I don't I there's no real reason why. I don't no, I don't it, know. I don't get it. I mean, I don't understand it. Like like I said, like we had Don Formo, great rider, number yep. five. And but he only did it like one year and then he kinda of maybe run out of money or whatever the deal was back then. But yep. uh, um, you know, we had Daryl Martins for a while, but he ain't Manitoban. Uh, Earl Reimer is not Manitoba. Shane Drew lived there, not Manitoban. Yeah, you know, just uh... I, I, it's it's a shame because I, I I was a little bit rough on Ryan Miller, but he has the talent. It's just frustrating to see him not use the talent in the right spot. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, he has it. I hope he gets his shit together and can kind of get a get to get a program and and get back on. Because uh, yeah. I don't think it's like it's not money or anything like that. It's like he just needs to get his head straight. And he's at that age too. He's eighteen and and whatever. I mean, yeah. What were you doing when you were eighteen? What were you doing when you were 18? Probably nothing good. Probably not what I should have been doing. Yeah, exactly, right? Hey, how's your knee but going? I, was, I was still racing all the nationals, and I was still, you know, I was still trying to do the best I could do. How's your knee going? Knee's awesome. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's good. No problems? Finally got that thing good. fixed? Yeah, no, it's, all, uh, it's all good, man. I'm just, uh, it's fun to ride when I want to and not have to uh, worry about my knee tossing well, and bleeding. 
or worry about uh, clear vision either. Exactly, because I got X brand. Fantastic. Thanks, Ryan Lockhart. Thanks everybody for doing the uh, for listening to the BTOSports.com Racer X podcast, Canadian National Preview. I hope we educated some people, and I hope that uh, all of you Canadians that generally speaking get pretty butt hurt about any little thing that gets said about them. I hope you all go up to Newf this weekend and beat them down. So. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna happen. I'm already ready for it. Because <laughs> you know how Canadian, Canadians get very sensitive. I know, but this. you know what? Before we end this, the thing is, is yeah. like I'm not bagging on everyone. Everyone's off. Of course awesome. not. It's just like I mean, the truth hurts. The truth hurts sometimes. And and you know what, man? I I've, I've learned to be able to take the truth of whatever people have an opinion on me. I'm still nice to them. We're just trying to talk about Canadian moto here, people. That's the bottom line. Everyone's awesome. Everyone's awesome at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, New, thanks a lot for doing this, man. Good luck in Nanaimo and for the rest of the season. I'll see you in Edmonton. And like I said, uh, thanks again, man. Thank you. See ya. See you, buddy. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200 episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.